360 degrees. High high, 360 degrees. High high, 306, 306, 360 degrees. High high. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members and graduates of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. Broadcasting from right here at KPFA in Huchin, occupied Ohlone territory, also known to settlers as Berkeley, California. Tonight, Full Circle joins in on the fall fun drive and continues honoring storytelling for social change. And I'm very excited tonight that it features poetry. Yes. On tonight's show, we'll hear amazing poetry recorded live at the steps of the San Francisco Downtown Public Library just last week. We'll also hear from one of the organizers of the event, First Voice graduate and renowned poet, Josiah Luis Alderete. We'll talk about his poetry and his new book, Baby Ashalotes and Old Pochos. And of course, we will be asking for your support tonight as part of our fall fun drive. All that tonight on Full Circle. I am your host, Freewill and Franklin, coming to you from downtown Antioch, Bay Miwok territory. Keep it locked right here to KPFA. All right, and again, welcome to Full Circle, the weekly show produced by apprentices and graduates of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. My name is Freewill and Franklin, and I am your host tonight. And yes, like always, I am excited to be contributing to the fun drive. I am also glad that anyone who donates during the fun drive receives a free gift. Yes, it's a freemium, the storytelling for social change. I'm calling it the Poet Pack. It is your gift. Um... If you make any donation during this fall fun drive, especially tonight during Full Circle. And that poetry pack includes the voices of Jack Hirschman, Janice Mirakatani, and KPFA's own Avacha. So anytime during the hour tonight that you feel moved to donate to this important media outlet, and I hope you are, please do so at kpfa.org. Or you can call 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. And as I mentioned in the intro to the show tonight, we will be featuring some poetry that was recorded live on the steps of the San Francisco Public Library last Wednesday. It was the kickoff to the Biba Latinx Heritage Month 2021. It was put together by a good friend and First Voice graduate apprentice, Josiah Luis Alderete. So to get us fired up for some poetry, I want to dive right into one of his poems that he performed. And just a bit about Josiah Luis, he uses the art of Spanglish to highlight his culture. He is one of the founding members of the poet crew, the Molotov Mouths. And he's been organizing an in-person and online poetry series called Speaking Ocelot. So this is Josiah Luis Alderete, full-blooded pocho, on the steps of the downtown San Francisco Public Library last week. The, the pandemico is, uh, has made me incredibly uh, nostalgic, right? We, we miss the real things that we're able to walk through and touch and 
be with. So uh, this is an old poem to, uh, to the city that I knew is San Francisco a long time ago. So this is, this is me being nostalgic, y'all. You, you have to forgive me for a moment. All right. San Francisco. San Francisco, I remember you and the sweet and embarrassing Polaroid pictures that were taken by the ghosts of beatniks who can't spell and Barbary Coast smugglers who will never, ever text message you. San Francisco, I remember you in the layers of graffiti on the bathroom walls at Specs and Cafe Trieste and at Cafe Macondo and then the light bulbs that have burned out at the tip top of the Transamerica building. San Francisco, I remember you in the taillights and headlights of the lowriders cruising Mission Street low and slow, lighting up the barrio like the candelas on an ofrenda. San Francisco, I remember you dancing with the beautiful brown drag queens at esta noche all night long. San Francisco, I remember you as I look at the stoop hieroglyphics in the Fillmore left by the black familias that used to live there. The melancholia from the time that Billie Holiday sang Strange Fruit at the Flamingo Club is still stuck in a corner sidewalk crack by the bus stop where the 22 picks you up. In front of where the both and club used to be, the cacophonous growl of one of Archie Shep's tenor solos is smushed into the concrete under an ancient and smashed piece of bubble gum. San Francisco, I remember the time Harvey Milk made out with the Golden Gate Bridge in front of the Cafe Baghdad while drag queen angels whistled show tunes above them and leather daddies with tables by the window finished their large stack of strawberry pancakes. San Francisco, I remember the secret tunnels of Chinatown where so many of the Chinese still go when they get sick of the Turistas asking for firecrackers, nunchucks, and opiated bubblegum. San Francisco, I remember the time I took LSD and turned the old army bunkers below the Golden Gate into an Aztec temple movie set for an entire day and night. European and Japanese turistas took snapshots, posed for pictures, and put their torn out, sacrificed hearts back in their chests as they returned to the hotel rooms to write postcards to their friends and families, telling them how cool and beautiful this city really is. San Francisco, I remember you when I reached for my wallet and realized that it was just pickpocketed by the ghost of Jack Black. San Francisco, I remember you when Diego Rivera would wander your hilly streets as the colores for his Pan-American unity fresco spilled out of his pants pocket while Frida sullenly waited back at the hotel ordering room service, missing Mexico and eyeballing the huedos outside who had faces like white dough. San Francisco, I remember you in narrow 3 a.m. doorways with the echoes of Bob Kaufman's poems still linger like the smell of smoke. There goes Bob Kaufman spilling some books right there. I love it. San Francisco, I remember you as I walked through the tenderloin, stopping at Pill Hill to try and score some oversized cartoon quaaludes, grinning in front of the spot where Compton's cafeteria used to be, imagining the look of disbelief that cop had right before that cup of coffee was tossed in his face. 
San Francisco. I remember you the time Oscar Zeta Acosta on the steps of St. Anthony's Church and projectile vomited ectoplasm and warm cerveza as he walked towards Market Street to catch a bus to La Mission where he'd spend the rest of the night playing his old clarinet in front of his SRO on Valencia Street. After he'd finish, he'd dream drunk brown buffalo dreams where all the other brown buffaloes around him would be screaming, Que viva la raza, cabrones! San Francisco, I remember you on Sunday mornings when the holy music from St. John Coltrane's church would drift up and down to Visadero Street, cleansing everything like a new rain. San Francisco, I remember you. All right, welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 KPFA and kpfa.org. I am Freewell and Franklin, and you just heard my special guest for the night, Josiah Luis Alderete, Poet Especial, and we are here at the Downtown Library in San Francisco, the Public Library. Josiah, before we get more into you and your poetry, tell us about that poem we just heard about San Francisco. Oh, man. That's, that, that, that's me giving away my age, that poem, because, um, you know, I remember you, San Francisco, or shall we say, San Pancho. You know, I remember you back then, so... Um, you know, people think of the, the gentrification, the dot-com boom is like a, a big wave that happened once, and it's been going on for years. So the more waves of these gentrifiers that wash up on our shores, the more of the city that we know and love and remember disappears. So that was, a, that was, me, that was me, my frustration poem, you know, that was it. And also, yeah, also, you know, with the pandemic dis making us disappear too. So it was like I, we came out of the pandemic and I went into the city to to find pieces of my city and, and they just weren't there anymore. So yeah, that's my, that's my venting. That's almost like a psychological, uh, uh session poem. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I hope it worked. <laughs> and, um, we're in San Francisco now here at the downtown public library. And I know San Francisco is an important place for poetry. Mm. Um, the city's in, inspired poets for decades. How has San Francisco inspired you and your poetry? Oh, man, in countless ways. Um, San Francisco showed me what poetry is. It showed me what, what Flor y Canto is, you know. Um, for me, being in the mission, you know, and being a young brown student that got moved into the suburbs, too, uh, and learned in school absolutely nothing about Chicano poetry, absolutely nothing about African-American poetry, absolutely nothing about Filipinx poetry, this city taught me all of that. You know, it was in the mission where I first heard, and when, when, back in the day, we, it was that poetry was often referred to as spoken word. So for me, going into the mission, uh, hanging out there, living there, being there, um, showed me the poetry, the spoken word, the way it was supposed to be. So, you know, there was places back in the 90s, uh, there was Cafe Babar, these beautiful gatherings of poets every Thursday where I first saw Francisco X. Alacron, where I first saw the Great Cure Hand, where I saw Julia Vinograd, uh, David Lerner, Vampire Mike, uh, even Juan Felipe Herrera, uh, these amazing poetry gatherings that would happen at this one cafe, you know, down 24th Street at Cafe La Boheme. That was a, it was and still is a huge gathering place for poets. So that was where I first saw like these poets reading in the street, you know, like uh, uh, Alfonso Textador, the great Alfonso Textador. That's where I first saw Avacha, uh, our beloved Avacha, you know, down there roaming around on 24th. So, 
San Francisco taught me, man. And then, you know, the Fillmore, come on, the history of the Fillmore and the jazz scene and the poets that came out of that. That was a big thing for me, too. Um, Manila Town, the poet, the Filipinex poets of the I Hotel, you know, the great Al Robles, uh, his, his, his nephew, Tony Robles, you know, uh, Barbara Jane Reyes, uh, another amazing maestra Filipinex poet. Um, so this city taught me poetry, you know, that's, and I owe it a huge debt because of that. I mean, this is where, this is where back in the day on Valencia Street, man, there's five independent bookstores. That's where I got my education. That's where I first saw Los Delicados. That's where I first heard Guillermo Gomez Pena, you know. Um, so, yeah, I owe the city a lot as far as my poetry, my poesia education. Right sure, on. Sure. And uh, we're going to hear some more of your poetry coming up. But that's the voice of my special guest tonight, Josiah Luis Alderete. And he is the author of Baby Ashelots and Old Pochos. Yes. And he's our feature artist and special guest tonight on Full Circle. But real quick, a reminder, we are asking for your support tonight for KPFA and the Pacifica Network. KPFA is a listener-sponsored station and has been that way since 1949. Yes, and Damn. in fact, we are the first listener-sponsored station in the country. So let's keep that going. And if you are able to tonight to help out, please go to kpfa.org and make a donation tonight. And remember, tonight, our gift to you for any donation size is Storytelling for Social Change Poet Pack. This includes the voices of Jack Hirschman. Jack Janice, Hirschman Presente. Yeah, yeah, Jack Hirschman Presente. Um, Janice Miracatani. Janice Presente. And KPFA's own Avacha. Woo! Also, Mitch Jesuit jumps in there on the Occupy and reflects after um, 10 years, a decade in the movement um, with special guests of his own. So we here in the First Voice Apprenticeship Program, which uh, Josiah is a graduate of, yes. and KPFA are doing our best to safely return to the community and bring you voices from the community. And these sounds we have tonight are another great example of the sounds of San Francisco and the poetry that is just waiting out there. Yes. Yes, yes. So make a pledge of any amount and you'll receive an email link with these special recordings. No download codes, no jumping through hoops. Just click the link and you can dive right in. Give us a click at kpfa.org and check out all the gifts available to you, including the Storytelling for Social Change t-shirt. And we have a new enameled pin for your lapel. Um, give us a click or give us a call and request that if you would like to call in. The number is 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Hey, KPFA. Yeah, or just head to kpfa.org. So um, before we move on, I just want to um, get into, well, as we move on, yes, yes. <laughs> I want to get into another poem from our special guest tonight, Josiah Luis Alderete. And I'm going to let him in introduce this one. Josiah, tell us about the poem that we're about to hear that you recited last Wednesday out here on the library steps that you're calling Somos. Somos, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a little Spang Spanglishizing. Uh, it's a Spanglish poem, right? So uh, the, 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 the title has a, a Spanglish roots. <laughs> because uh, if you translate it, it means R, uh, you know, in English, which... Uh, uh, I know that ain't going to make a lot of sense to folks, but they're going to have to hear the poem first because it's basically a we are poem. Uh, but I just, you know, cut it a little, cut the title a little bit. But um, nah, it's just a celebration of uh, of Mexica culture of uh, of the Mexicanos. Because um, for a lot of folks may or may not know this, this uh, 2021 is the 500 year anniversary of uh, the Spanish invasion 
of Tenochtitlan, the Mexica Aztec city. Um, so this has been a year of reflection, uh, aside from it being the pandemic for me. So I, I was just really wanting to create a poem that reminded my Mexica familia, my, 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 my uh, Mexicana familia, where we from and who we are. So uh, I'm real, I, I love this poem and I love reading it to my, to my brown people. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited that the radio, the radio waves get to hear it too. Me too. And just before we dive into it, um, for people like myself that are still getting a grasp on the Spanglish, tell our listeners a little bit more what it means when you say cosomos. What's that mean? Okay, somos. That means uh, 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 what what are we, right? So, yeah. Honestly, maybe I'll change the title to que somos. Maybe somos is too, too short. Who knows? But, but yeah, que somos, it's basically the repetition of the poem, you know, where we're Wondering is Mexica people, uh, Mexica people who are often separated from our cultura when we come live in Los, in Los uh, Disunited States. Uh, we come here and we're, uh, we're, we're confu- we have our history erased. We have our memorias hazed. We have, you know, our cultura hidden from us or uh, appropriated often enough. So Quesomos is really a meditation on uh, who and what we are as Mexica people, you know, the Spanglish notwithstanding. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely that. All right, let's yeah, jump yeah. in. This is uh, Josias Luis Adarete, the author of Baby Ocelots and Old Pochos, on the steps of the downtown San Francisco library, reciting his poem. And I would say performing, because you're you're got a performance with yours. Um, performing your poem, que somos. Check it out. Okay, mi gente. This last one here is going out to my Mexica familia. My Chicano dinosaurs and Latinx test you babies in the audience. Y'all know who you are. Que somos mi gente. Que somos. Pues somos starlight that was left in the glove box of Xochipilli's yellow El Camino. Somos poems in bilingual language going down the street as librarians check them. Somos nopales espinas that pricked our tata-abuela's sueños of living here in Los United States. Somos scared childhood cruzando la frontera momentos that are tattooed forever on el cucuy's left arm. Somos huesos that a jaguar in el cielo is gnawing on right now. ¿Qué somos, mi gente? Somos a conejo that you can see quite clearly on Cuyushuacui when you look up at the night sky. Somos the torn out páginas of a history book that no one was ever going to read anyway. Somos the candelas still burning on the corner of Frendas back in our old neighborhoods. Somos the smell of burnt tortillas. Somos frijoles that have been soaking in a bowl of water since the beginning of this quinto sol. Que somos, mi gente? Somos Africano features hidden behind Zapatista bigotes. Somos Africano rhythms played on a vaquita's jawbone. Somos the broken taillights of a dot-com conquistador's car as he drives over shell mounds on his way to the next century's Somos the first drops of divina sangre that Huitzilopochtli shed in defense of his mama. Somos the sweet taste of nopal syrup and amaranth cakes, which the colonizers mistook for the taste of flesh and blood. Que somos, mi gente? 
Somos a frontera folktale about the time El Diablo came to the pachanga dressed in the skin of a handsome blue-eyed white man with the feet of a chicken. Somos the black and red scribbles inside of Viejito's dream that made up his life that Mictlán Tecutli is watching like a sitcom rerun right now. Que somos, mi gente. Somos a white cowboy hat on a Tigres del Norte album cover. Somos the smell of death quietly emanating off the papayas in front of the mercados around 16th Street. Somos a 500-year-old joyride in a blue-eyed demigod stolen ramfla with the bones of the 1,000 conquistadors who we killed on La Noche Triste in the trunk, man. Que somos, mi gente. Pues somos ancestors who are children. Somos the severed parts of our own goddesses. Somos gods who leave their own body parts behind to help create our time. Somos the wrinkles of our abuelita's skin. Somos the flayed skin of Shepi Toltec. Somos Ashayakat's palace. Somos Ashayakat's palace rising up in this day and age out of Mexico City. Concrete que somos, mi gente. Somos the smoke in Chavela Vales' throat when she sings her canciones. Somos wooden prayers said under serpent skirt night skies. Somos Spanish surnames and the last known European address of Doña Malitzin. Somos words that white America can pronounce. Somos our own mispronunciations. Somos our own mistranslations. Somos our own migrations. Somos our own bullet holes. Somos our own milagros. Que somos, mi gente. Somos the last box of Brown Ben Davis pants buried in the terremoto earthquake after the big one finally hit San Pancho. Somos constellations. They can only be seen if you hold the sky up to a smoking mirror. Somos mariposas de humo that disappear as they flutter across that pinche border. Somos North American pesadillas stuffed inside a Donaldo Trump piñata sin dulces, sin manzanas, just the pesadillas. Somos a pile of huesos out on la frontera that no one is ever going to find. Somos brown-skinned children in American cages left to die. Somos Spanglish-speaking cempasuchils, watered with agua that comes from ni de aquí ni de allá. But somehow, we keep growing. Que somos, mi gente? Que somos? Gracias. Gracias, mi gente, so much for being here, for holding space with us. Please give, a, give it up for the SF Public Library. For All right. Wow. Such a moving poem. Welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 KPFA and KPFA.org. And again, that was the voice of my very special guest tonight, graduate apprentice and Ooh. poet extraordinaire. Yes. Josiah Luis Adarete. He is also the author of his first book, Baby Ashalotes and Old Pochos, a book of his poetry. Josiah, that was um, a powerful poem and a powerful mm -hmm. performance of it. Is there anything else you'd like to say about that poem? Uh, that's just the cultura speaking through me. Pura uh, neta, mi gente, I mean it. Uh, you know, when you, you when you hear that piece, you, you, you know that it's 
it's our cultura. It's it isn't even me. So uh, yeah, that, that that's what that is. That's what that is, without a doubt. Uh, without a doubt. And, and also, let me just at this point give a special shout out to Group Forty, because Frank said it. I'm a graduate apprentice of, of, of the First Voice program, so I want to send some love to my Group Forty familia, Zakia, Mr. Ron, the one and only JC, and of course uh, uh, Avika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. I hope you're all out there with your ears tuned to the station. I miss and love you all. Yes, yes. And um, when I listened to that poem, I felt a lot of emotion rise inside my own soul. Mm -hmm. And by the sound of it, I think you really put your emotions into your poems as well as your reading and reciting and performance of them. Tell us how you feel about the power of poetry and what do you hope people get when they hear your poems or your poetry? Oh, Híjole, Frank, that's a big one, huh? <laughs> the, power, the, the power. The power of poesia. Well, the truth is, poesia does have power, w without a doubt. Um, poesia has healed people. Poesia has given people memory. Poesia has given people history. Uh, poesia has connected people with their ancestors. So um, especially for us black and, black and brown poets, um, poesia, uh, or like we call it floricanto, is not just an art. It isn't something that we create for the sake of beauty, although many, many times it is. Uh, for us, it's protection against this colonized empire that we are a part of. Uh, for us, it's remembering our ancestors and honoring them. Uh, for us, it's remembering our history. For us, it's telling our history because here in Los Disunited States, our history is often taken from us and retold and told wrong. So, um, you know, any you, you, you checked in with any Chicano poet, any... African-American poeta, they're, they're not just creating beauty, they're creating memory. They're creating a, a, a something that we can remember about our cultures, you know? They're creating strength and resilience. There's a beautiful uh, line in a mural, uh, a Zapatista mural that's always struck with me, and uh, the line was painted on the side, and it says, uh, a people with memory is a rebel people. Oh. So poetry allows us to be a rebel people without a doubt definitely yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. and just another quick reminder we are raising funds tonight for kpfa and the pacifica network i'm probably going to ask you this again near the end of the show josiah but tell us why is supporting kpfa so important to you oh man you kidding me we, we got an hour for this right we got we got at least now we got seven oh, minutes man, on this man. one man well that's a uh, why is supporting it because like poetry the airwaves are something we need to used to tell our own stories, you know, and KPFA, KPFA has been around for so long. This país, este país no tiene memoria, right? America often doesn't have a memory. So KPFA has been here for so long that people actually often forget the contribution that it's done and how in the beginning, it was one of the first places where you heard black and brown voices, where you heard voices of color talking about neighborhood issues, talking about the barrio, talking about, you know, our shared spaces. So, um, you know, and over time, people often take KPFA for granted, which to me is just dangerous as hell because the contribution that this station has made to our shared culturas is immense. You know, I mean, ju you just think, trip on this, people. The La Onda Bajita has been on this station for decades, a, 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 a station, a radio program that provides news to the barrio gente, to the Chicano cultura. Avacha has been on the station for has it been decades as well? 
I mean, this is a woman who's a poet. She's a writer. She's a musician. She's a DJ. She's a cultural icon. And, and she's been on the airwaves providing us information for all this time, you know. And don't ever forget, you casual listeners, <laughs> and I'm talking to you um, and you longtime listeners, you know, the importance of what this station actually represents and, and how it gives voice to us. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be hearing me on some big station. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hear this Pocho talking his Spanglish poetry on one of them bigger stations. That's so, right. you know, you give, you give some love to KPFA, uh, give them a little plata, give them, give them enough to keep going because, uh, these are tough times. And, uh, we want, we want these, we want this, this stuff to last another few decades at least. Yes. Yes. So yeah, g- give what you can and give what you can't because KPFA needs you and it supports you and, and, uh, give it up, give it up, give it up. Yeah, definitely. And if you are so moved to help support KPFA and the Pacifica Network tonight, remember you can give us a click right now or anytime during the fun drive at kpfa.org. And then the Storytelling for Social Change Poet Pack will be yours. And I'm very excited about that because it lets people donate any amount and you get something for it. So if you can donate a dollar, anything that'll help us out. Also, if you can give us a, a sustainer donation, which is like $10 a month, That'll really help us out, and um, it gives us a an income that we know is coming. So we appreciate the sustainers out there, and if you could do that, um, go for it. Again, that's kpfa.org, and you can also call 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Give us a click, give us a call, and make that donation tonight to help keep KPFA going strong into the future. Let me give another big shout out to all the callers tonight and all those that have donated so far. Thank you all. Well, Josiah, let's hear some more from the event last Wednesday that kicked yeah. off uh, Viva Latinx Heritage Month. It was yourself and three other poets. And this collage that I'm about to share kicks off with uh, Florencia Melito. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll hear from uh, Alan Chazaro and we'll close the collage with Susana Prover Perez, Perez. Yeah, New um, Yorkians in the house. Yes, jo- Josiah, tell us briefly about the poet that will kick off the collage tonight, uh, Florencia Malito. Florencia is an amazing uh, poet who was actually recently published uh, by uh, another Bay Area institution of literature, Nomadic Press. So uh, it was really exciting to uh, to have her kick off the event because her her book's amazing. It's it's actually uh, it's bilingual edition, so it was a beautiful thing. And um, yeah, it was just a real it was a real joy to be able to see her live after all this time, you know, separated from the, from the pandemic. So Florencia is amazing. So yeah, she started the whole thing off for us. All right. This is Florencia Melito, Alan Cesaro and Susanna Praver Perez introducing and reading their poems at the downtown public library steps in San Francisco. Check it out. I used to live in New York and I live in Astoria, Queens, um, after 9-11. So this is a poem, it's a love song to that neighborhood that has changed a lot now and is maybe unrecognizable, but, um, and also um, it deals with a little bit of the aftermath of 9-11. Ode to Astoria. Of the tired, petite waitress who dreams of saving enough to go back home to her mother in Cyprus of the plastic virgins with their blue mantles, the modest tended rose gardens, 
of the all-night Korean fruit stand with its purple eggplants and swan-necked pale green zucchinis, its piles of bright oranges and pomelos, offerings to a lonely god lighting your way back home from the subway, of the scent of lamb roasting on a spit in a neighbor's yard on Easter Sunday, of wolf fumbling through a bag of unlabeled apartment keys, of the old German neighbor, an aging dandy, who leaves his door ajar so as to hear some human sounds, the way others turn on the kitchen radio, the same neighbor who accosts you in the hallway to tell you like a broken record about the Jewish doctor who ran off with his girl, the one he never could make up his mind to marry. Of the Athens Cafe with the old animated Greek men smoking despite the city ordinance and talking politics. The Arab bakeries with their honeyed pistachio delicacies. The coffee house with Egyptian men sitting in a circle on the sidewalk smoking the hookah of the shop windows, barrels brimming with olives, dates, and almonds, of the streets too often littered with garbage, abandoned newspaper, and discarded wrappers, of the shish kebab men feeding the hungry late night bar crawlers and teenagers driving their cars much too fast around and around as if trapped in the most desolate small town in Arkansas of the most precious blood Catholic Church, the name evocative in Spanish or Italian or Portuguese, but too clinical conjuring syringes and test tubes in English, of the tiny Greek Orthodox Church with a green copper roof where you find some stacked Russian dolls in a yard sale, a tiny mustache wooden man nestled inside an ample Russian woman of the end, slow and rickety, like an old-fashioned amusement ride, of the children running around wild-eyed in the local restaurants, and the Brazilian fans honking all night up and down Broadway after Brazil wins the World Cup, of ultimately the wave of Mediterranean warmth, like an unexpected sea breeze you felt as you stepped off the subway that afternoon you visited too soon after 9-11, at a time the beginning of orange alerts and the anthrax scare, when the lingering smells of ashes still haunted parts of Brooklyn, when Susan Sontag was being called a traitor, when Sikhs were attacked mistaken for Arabs, and Arabs were attacked for being Arabs, a time when politicians and the media aligned themselves with the government like perfect toy soldiers and messy immigrant Astoria felt like the next best thing to leaving America. Give it up, mi gente, for Florencia. Por favor, por favor. And buy her book. It's over here. It's beautiful. It's put out by Nomadic Press. So, yeah, there it is right there. Yeah, we out here on the library steps, mi gente. What do you think of that? Huh? The poets have been in the Zoom mundo for too long. We're coming out here now, real life, in real life poetry like the old days. Who'd have thought? All right, mi gente. Next up, the next poet up, uh, 
First, let me just say that this next poet consistently puts out the best book titles. I kid you not, mi gente. And in addition, I love him dearly. So mi gente, uh, Alan Chazarro, our next poet, is the author of This Is Not A Frank Ocean cover album, put out by Black Lawrence Press 2019, and author of Piñata Theory, put out by Black Lawrence Press 2020. What kind of poet puts out two books in a row, y'all? He's a hardworking man right here. Not only that, in 2021, he released Notes from the Eastern Span of the Bay Bridge. That's three books of poetry in three years, Mijanta. What the hell? Alan is a graduate of June Jordan's Poetry for the People program at UC Berkeley, and he's a former Lawrence Ferlinghetti Fellow at the University of San Pancho. Alan writes for SF Gate, KQED, Oaklandside, 48 Hills, and other publications, and is usually on Twitter and IG being a useless millennial. You can find him at, at Alan Chasaro, y'all. Give it up for the one, the only, Alan Chasaro. Gracias, Josiah. Thank you, everybody, for lending your ears, your spirit, being here, being present. Um, I have my roots in the Bay, so it feels good to be here, but my roots are also in Mexico, where my parents came from, so I'm just trying to represent. Uh, I'm going to start with this poem called Photo for My Unborn Child. I'm riding the BART from the airport, observing what's outside. Corrugated fences with spray-painted messages. This is sacred land. Pigs, die techie scum. The homes are historic and diverse as the people who breathe inside them, colorful and sprawling along a muscular shore. Your mother grew up here on 55th, around the corner from her cousin's tire shop and the bar your grandpa would take her to perform Mariah Carey karaoke as a kid to crowds of drunken men. The shop is closed now and the bar boarded up with graffitied wood, but the house in Oakland remains with the ceiling your grandpa painted as the night sky we will, take to see, we will take you to see it someday so you can study how constellations are formed from the darkness of our mouths. This poem is called Lucha Libre in two and one half parts. Part one, La Lucha. It wouldn't have been as bad as you or I or they think Mexican me could have known the highest ceilings of Tio Enrique's house, could have studied the careful architecture of UNAM's libraries like Tia Carolina. Mexican me might have been more listo than American me, might have loved más fácil than American me. Mexican me might have understood blood as another word for tenderness, and tender as a synonym for a pain too raw to touch. I've seen Querétaro in purple lights, the city's aqueduct folding neighborhoods in half. Last summer, my tia Pilar invited me to live with her and taste the fruit of family photo albums, 
each relative's memory my hunger. Part two, El Libre. Sing the deepest songs you know, the ones that occupy the fields between the countries of your body. What I want to say is, I have cousins in Mexico, my brother in Mexico, my blood in Mexico. I call them Primo, Adrián, Abuelo. It's a privilege. To be clear, I see myself as privileged. In high school, I watched US versus Mexico on TV from my couch. I would back and forth every soccer play. I would cheer for nothing, and I would cheer for anything. And then the last part is La Mascara. Thank you. <laughs> I was born in Redwood City, but my mom tells me I was born in Mexico. When I'm older, she shows me a forged birth certificate with my Mexican identity, Alan Perez Chasaro. In case of emergency, she says, I've held it, the unofficially official document, the weightless feel of something that shouldn't exist. I hold it like nothing I've ever known. Miente one more time for Alan Chasaro, por favor. And honestly, y'all, check out Alan's articles too, because he's always writing about our cultura, elevating it, making us feel like we're part of this whole narrative. So check him out. He's got a bunch of amazing articles. He just put one out in Datebook about celebrating a, a Mexican Independence Day. So yeah, tap in with Alan for sure, for sure. Okay, mi gente, full disclosure, this next poet makes me cry. I'm being in the corner, weeping. Um, but you know, I mean, if we're gonna have a real poetry reading, we gotta have this poet. Uh, next up, the one and only Susana Pravera Perez is a Pushcart nominated poet and a winner of the San Francisco Foundation Nomadic Press Literary Prize for Poetry. Yee! She was born and raised in Nueva York. Pravera Perez currently resides in Oakland, Califas, where she works as a physician's assistant at La Clinica de la Raza. Susana's work has appeared in numerous literary journals and anthologies. Her first full-length book of poetry, Hurricanes, Love Affairs, and Other Disasters, is now available from Nomadic Press. Right over there, mi gente. So give it up for the one and only Susana Praver Perez. This is such a beautiful event. This is my first in-person since the pandemic started. It's so beautiful to be out here and so beautiful to see so many beautiful faces. Um, I'm going to read from my book, um, Hurricanes, Love Affairs, and Other Disasters. Um, since we're celebrating Latino Heritage Month, I thought I'd start out with a poem of origins, a poem that I wrote to my son, a poem that unfortunately makes Josiah weep every time I read it, so <laughs> perdón, hermano. Okay. Sancocho. My son has a name a full hand of fingers long. When the DMV made him fan all of his names on a table like a gin rummy flush, he asked, what were you and Pa thinking? What we were thinking was, 
to paint the map of your being in such bright letters you would never lose yourself, never lose us, nor your grandparents, tus abuelos, your great-grandparents, tus bisabuelos, as you walk in a world where accent marks are seen as rubble to stumble on and the role of an R in aberration. We stamped you with the world of my ancestors or what we knew of it after a genocidal war destroyed the shtetls of Europe and yanked those roots from the soil. We gave you my paternal name, which <clears throat> may not really be my father's name or my father's father's name, but a name a clerk at Ellis Island approximated, a name that in Russian may have been pravda, meaning truth. The truth is hidden in an uprooted name. We hold on tight to our names, always seeking the truth. Y tu papa stamped his name and his roots on you and on me too, embossed in ever-present Perez on birth certificates, on marriage licenses, and as you well know, mijo, driver's licenses. Perez is like Smith in the Spanish-speaking world, but here, instead of the beautiful cascade of syllables it is, Perez is pureed into Perez in English-speaking mouths. Never let them tell you how to say your own name. It is yours. It is yours and Papi's and now mine. It belonged to Abuelo Mateo who lived in a wooden house with no hot water and mocha. Y tu bisabuelo who walked those fertile hills barefoot, cracked soles caked with red soil. Y tus tartarabuelos, whose names were scrawled on the front page of a Bible with a pencil sharpened by a machete. Your roots spread deep and far in a land whose sweetness was sucked by cañaveradas and colonizers. Roots spreading like woody lianas and flowering vines in alunque. Roots that spread to the halls of our home, shape glistening sulci in our brains, thickly seasoned of blood, beating like bomba drums, strumming like a balalaika, spreading like verbs in our veins. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up one more time for Susana, por favor. And all right, yes, you are listening to Full Circle right here on 94.1 FM, KPFA and KPFA.org. And, uh, and that was a sound collage of part of the poetry reading and performance that was held this last Wednesday at the downtown San Francisco Public Library. The event kicked off Viva Latinx Heritage Month at the library. And I want to go out with one more of Josiah's poems and talk about his book, Baby Ashalotes and Old Pochos. But I need to take one more moment to ask for your support for the station that brings you the poetry like this, KPFA. And as Josiah mentioned earlier, sure, there are um, a few great public radio stations out there in the Bay Area. We know them. We love them. Also across this country. But KPFA is unique, yes. and you're seeing that tonight with this extended poetry show. So please, if you can, take a moment, go to kpfa.org and make a donation if you can. And remember, anyone who donates tonight and during the fund drive at any level will, re will receive the KPFA Storytelling for Social Change Poets Pack. Yeah. Give us a click at kpfa.org or 
Give us a call if you're feeling it that way, 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. And let me just say that poetry pack is amazing because we recently lost both Jack and Janice, uh, both of them presente por siempre. And the, the amount of contribution that they did to poetry is can't even be expressed. So y'all are getting a deal yeah. if you buy this, if you donate, because th that's a gift right there, Janice and, and Jack. For sure. Definitely. And um, it's about 35 minutes each of um, talking oh, about poetry. Yeah. So it's there for you. Um, KPFA.org. Thanks, everyone. Again, on the line right now, people, please join them before 8 o'clock to show your support before before Full Circle is over. Let's squeeze in Uno Mas poet uh, poem from our special guest tonight, Josiah Luis. Again, on the steps of the downtown San Francisco Public Library. We'll be right back. First poem is titled, America went and had this lousy pandemico and all I got was this t-shirt that says I'm with stupid printed on it. America, after all this pandemico desmadre is over with, will you still be known all over el mundo for your wondrous acts of mega consumerism? your endless fields of capitalism that stretch off into the monotheist horizon? Will we still be able to see the intricacies of your Southern California shopping mall forests and Las Vegas pyramids from outer space? America, not having looked into a department store dressing room mirror this whole time, will you still be able to fit into your own esqueleto? Will you be thin as a popote or bloated from eating all the stale pan dulce that was hidden in the bomb shelter? America, during all of this, you continued to beat your children. You continued to lock up our children. You continued to use cobwebs to stop the bleeding. You continued to change the light bulbs on the border so that it would stay well lit. And you created an altar in the corner of the casa where you buried your still living elders and the rest of the money. We know this porque you posted the video on Instagram. America. You keep leaving your pantalones in the Zoom mundo and you're walking down Market Street with your nalgas hanging out and your maxed out credit card dangling in the spot where your used to be, America. How much of all of this are you gonna continue to do without? How much can you not wait to get back to? America, stale loaves of colonized bread are still left on the shelves at the looted bodegas. Immigrante fishes and chupacabras left over from the 1990s have managed to sneak back here during all of this. America, will you deport them? America, your concrete has a five o'clock shadow. The grandchildren of your gentrification have a real interesting look on their face right now. America, you watch the Ouroboros sitcoms and let Netflix narrate this immigrantes American dream while you said amen to Donald Trump piñatas and drank and injected the bleach. America, you wanted a new kind of vision that involves not being able to see a damn thing and a new kind of family that includes only you. America, you went and had an insurrection and todo mundo stayed inside. You did not shoot your neighbors like you promised you would. 
The folk tales stayed forgotten in glass jars on the shelves next to the fancy mustard and tapatio while everything else was bandaged, whether it was wounded or not. America, you look like a failed revolution with a big parking lot. But then again, you've always looked like a failed revolution with a big parking lot. America, the prophecies never pronounced it like this. Plagues, pesadillas, and ice agents have come and gone by the window. Rent hasn't been paid in years. Duck Dynasty lookalikes and mullet heads with Wookiee bikinis on stormed your capital, America, your capital, while you reminisced with Amazon Prime about the good old days. America, after the final news broadcast is over, will you just finish your last drink and go out back and dig up the bones in the backyard so that you can rebury them again and again? And again, America, if you look at this from el otro lado, this is a story that has already happened. Yes. All right. Welcome back to Full Circle here on 94.1 FM KPFA. And of course, all over the world on KPFA.org. That was a poem from my special guest, Josiah Luis Alderete. And it's from his new book of poetry titled Baby Ocelots and Old Pochos. Josiah, uh, tell us about the book, Baby Ocelots and Old Pochos. Um, where can people find it? And, you know, what's this book about? And, uh, yeah, how do they get it without going through Bezos, the space, the space oh, astronaut? Yeah. Well, you won't ever have to worry about finding my book on Amazon because it won't be there. Oh, uh, yeah. No, this is this book. And one of the things I really want to express about it, first off, is that it's one of the first books uh, released on Black Freighter Press, which uh, for those of you that don't know, is this beautiful black and brown press started by uh, the one and only Ali Jones and the one and only uh, current poet laureate of San Francisco, Tongo Eisen Martin. So they, in their beautiful revolutionary hearts, started this press to basically highlight black and brown voices. So um, I'm proud beyond words to be on it. Um, you know, and we, uh, so you can go to their website um, or their Instagram page, Black Freighter Press, and buy it directly from them. Uh, oh. No kind of Amazonian uh, book thing is necessary. You, you buy, uh, keep it in the community. You know, it's a beautiful thing. You could also hit me up, and I would be proud to uh, send you a signed copy as well. Um, but it's also available in a lot of the independent bookstores here in San Francisco. It's at City Lights. It's at Alley Cat Books on 24th. Uh, it's at Pegasus in Berkeley as well. But um. Yeah, I mean, tap in with Black Freighter and, and, and check them out because they're amazing. They're actually releasing the uh, book that the great poet Cure Hand was working on before he passed this year. Um, they're putting out a book of stories by a uh, Nicaraguan poet and longtime Mission Loco uh, Norman Zelaya this year, which is really exciting as well. So, uh, yeah, check them out. And um, gracias to Black Freighter for, for putting my book in the world, The Baby Ashalots and Old Pochos, which is basically a book of poetry written in three parts. Uh, part of it is... Pochismos was the first section. Uh, part of it is, uh, second section is a section called the Mission Poems, which are basic, is basically a series of poems that are owed to La Misión here in San Pancho. And the third part is uh, entitled Ni de Aquí Ni de Allá, which is uh, a series of poems ruminating on the fact that we are neither here nor there as uh, Latinx people here, you know. So uh, it's a good, 
I'll, I wrote it, but I'll still say it's a good book. Um, and I'm proud of it. And it's written for my brown people, you know, and uh, I would love it if uh, uh, the listeners would, would check it out because uh, it's out in the world and uh, support black and brown writers, y'all. Let's keep us. Let's keep our voices flowing. Yes. Yes. Um, thank you for that. We don't need no space clown to sell our books. Not at all. Man. All right. Not and finally, all. Josiah, I know I asked you this earlier, but tell our listeners again um, why it's important to support our poets out there and the station that gives them the airtime, giving them their last pitch for you to uh, get people to donate to the station tonight. Well, and I'll go a little personal on, on around the second time, but you know, the money that goes to the station goes to things like the first voice apprenticeship program, which again, this is people maybe not realizing how far back KPFA goes and how far back its roots are. But this was a program that was started 47 years ago or how long ago, Frank? I think it's like, Getting close, 38 or, Man. you know, I got to look again. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, decades, it, you know, was specifically designed to train black and brown folks to tell their story on the air, you know, um, and that's a beautiful and a revolutionary thing. So, um, and, you know, they're still accepting, there's the groups take over the full circle program, you know, every time there's a rotation. So there's a whole new beautiful group of folks doing it. And um, the fact that KPFA has been able to support this program and support so many others for so long is through the donations that people make. So, uh, you know, you see this, you donate, and you're going to see your money actually doing something in the community. You're going to see your money reflected back at you in the creation of these shows and these programs and these segments. Um, so, you know, that's you keeping the money in, in the community. That's you keeping the money in community. Free Will and Franklin, I'm going to have to interrupt right there. If you can, please give us a donation at KPFA. Dot O-R-G. That's kpfa.org and support KPFA and the poets. Also, to hear this event in its entirety and to get social media contacts and connections to all the poets, visit our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show, and we will post the entire event unedited and unrestrained. All right, one last time kpfa.org to make a donation shout out to josiah luis and the full circle crew we appreciate you be safe out there everyone good night